Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. you do an introduction big ducks win yeah <laughs> holy shit if this is what cocaine is like i don't even need cocaine i mean i don't need cocaine anyway don't do drugs kids but like wow that game was awesome Whew. yeah no for sure that was a fun one to watch I, <laughs> your energy is you know way more than i have but i feel I'm not like sleeping tonight no, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I wish I had the energy to do that because I am in exactly the same mood, just uh, way less hyperactive than you. A little bit. I was having so much fun with uh, with Twitter tonight and everybody who was you know interacting yeah. with us and everything, thank you for doing that. It makes it so much fun. And oh my God, it's way back in the notifications now, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to find who exactly said it here. Uh, we got a very nice shout out and everything like that here too. Oh yes, where, I noticed that. Yeah. Yes. Where? Okay. Yes. So from at LBC Halo Quacks, so positive Ducks fan Bob, who had said, "Shout out to the Quack Report Pod for keeping it real all year long. More like you, please. Thank you very much, positive Ducks yeah. fan Bob. It makes it fun to Ooh. do this stuff." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was going for this one. <laughs> I'm being all sentimental and you throw that shit out here. <laughs> it makes it more fun, though, when we have people like you guys interacting with us and listening and watching the show and everything like that. So obviously yeah. this is for you guys. We wouldn't be at season three without you guys and, uh, you know, Dylan and Isha at the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, you know, continuing to put their faith in us and enjoying our content. So, for sure. Also, just want to shout out Marcus because he's here and he shows up for pretty <laughs> yeah. much every every he single really episode. Does, yeah. I honestly, I get very concerned when he doesn't show up. I'm like, is Marcus okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So, okay, side thing, really quickly. Yeah, I remember seeing something that was like this pizza place had like had gotten concerned actually because one of their regular customers hadn't placed an order on their regular day and. You know, they actually had sent somebody to check on them. Like this person had, I think, been doing it for years. I don't remember where it was. That. I was just kind of remembering this. But yeah, they sent somebody to check on them and there was actually some medical emergency. So actually the oh, wow. person <laughs> like, you know, with routine and everything like that, it actually saved their life, which is amazing. So pizza saves lives, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the lesson to take from this. And as well as listen to Carter and I, Dallas Eakins, because you do everything that we told you to do last season. I know it's easier said than done, but you do it, and we win. We Look get at results. that shit. We you play the we young get guys. Results. You give them a chance, they win. You have a decent power play, we win. You have a decent penalty kill, we win. You let John Gibson do his fucking thing, we win. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You play like a full 60 minutes, we win. I am. I'm very glad that uh, Mason McTavish is getting the Jamie Drysdale uh, package from the coaching staff, and, yes. uh, oh and not the Trevor Zegers package because 
like just letting him play, like putting him on that second power play unit uh, with some some veterans, and and even he was lined up with some veterans tonight, and like mm-hmm. he obviously flourished. He got two points, and that's that's really all you can ask from the young guys at that point. So, so it was really awesome to see. That was so fun. Yeah, and he was on the ice uh, for the, at least the first three goals. I'm not sure about the fourth one. Let me see if I can pull up Game Center really quickly. But you know, mm-hmm. he was he he was potentially a plus three here. I'm not sure if he was on the ice for any goals or that. Um, let's see. Or did not yeah. have. Keep in mind, plus minus doesn't keep track of power play. True. So. Um, but yeah, Mason McTavish was a plus two tonight with a goal and an assist for two points, uh, one shot on net. That's he only needed one need, shot buddy. apparently, That's all you need. <laughs> uh, and laying the body as well with a hit and a takeaway in 14 minutes and 40 seconds time on ice. Damn. So what I'm hearing is if you've got yourself a bangers fantasy league, Mason McTavish could be a good pickup. Goals, Appar- assists, hits, not not really shots, but um, yeah. <laughs> and if you if you track penalty minutes in your. Uh, your league, then also maybe John Gibson. Apparently, I don't know. I, I think you saw the tweet that I put uh-huh. that he went to the uh, the Nate Thomas School of Goaltending this summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was I was bad for getting penalties in my junior career to the point that in my last season, it was my like the first game of my last season. I told my team, I'm like, all right, my goal this year. You know, besides the team goal of trying to win a championship and anything like that, my goal is to have no penalty minutes. The very <laughs> first game I got into it with somebody and some of my teammates called me out. They're like, I thought you said you no penalty minutes. And I'm like, yeah, it's before the guy cross-checked me in the throat, though. Yeah, no, you <laughs> tried. That's all That's all anyone I, can ask. Yeah, for, exactly. Really. The effort yeah. was there at least. So, and the effort, sorry to sear it back, the effort was definitely there tonight. I was talking about, you know, how we were complaining basically the entire time last season. And I get with COVID and everything like that, just the state of the world in the NHL last year, it was definitely hard. I hundred percent get that. And, you know, just listening to a few different people talk about last season, I think a lot of people are kind of in the mind frame of like, yes, obviously last season happened and it's not to take away say from the Tampa Bay lightning of winning a Stanley cup back to back and whatnot. But for a lot of teams and a lot of players individually, last year is a little bit of a write-off because of just things mm-hmm. not being normal whatsoever, right? Yeah, no, for sure. So, and, uh, but, you know, playing the full 60 minutes or at least 55 of it, I, I don't know. I, it, it felt like the team was playing an entire 60 to me tonight. Oh, absolutely. I can't think of and, a time that yeah. they weren't all in in the game. I, I exactly. Really can't. Yeah, and so, and when that happens, though, you can beat teams like the Winnipeg Jets who were an improvement from last year. Uh, they did make the playoffs last year, correct? In their division, or did they? The Jets? Yes. I'm trying yeah. to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, they beat the uh, Oilers yeah. in the first round, and then Oh, yeah, by. that's yeah. right. Sorry, I'll that, never that, forget that. that wasn't, <laughs> I know, that I know. wasn't <laughs> a joke to, <laughs> to rub it in a hit you or that kind of thing. I, was genuinely, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I genuinely forgot for a second. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, okay, that got you around. There you go. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, like it's it's a playoff team, mm. an improved playoff team. That defense, right? They were still trying to figure mm. that oh, yeah. out last year in Winnipeg, and it's mm. definitely better this year, at least on paper. Um, but you know, like being able to defeat a team like that, especially early on, because mm. over the last few seasons we've seen slow starts from the Ducks, and as I talked about on the pregame show as well. Yes, last year, again, a little bit different because there wasn't exactly a preseason, right? So those first yeah. seven games of the regular season that you would normally have preseason games, right? You're, you're still kind of getting back into it. Mm-hmm. And But this was great. Full effort. And this is, yeah, this is what happens when you, you know, like, yeah, play the full 60 minutes. You have a chance, mm-hmm. right? So it was, it was really great to see. I mean, we got so many different positives uh, here. Um, I don't know. There's so many different headlines actually you could go with for this game besides, you know, yeah, the honestly. Ducks going 1-0 and on the season. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know. From, from what we have here, and maybe you have more as well, where do you want to start? <laughs> uh, let's... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like... Let's start with Mason McTavish. I, I think that's okay. the reason everybody's yeah, here it. right now, especially Marcus. You know, what a game. 
my boy McTavish yeah. scores. <laughs> Mason motherfucking McTavish. Um, <laughs> great game from the boys, Red. Great game from Mason McTavish and others. Like, the, the dude, like, was was awesome tonight. Like, literally yeah. no complaints. And it's his first NHL game. Like, what more could you ask for with that? To, to me, that's the biggest headline. You know, taking out everything that happened last season and, and all that, like just looking at this game, how it is, that's the biggest headline for me. So let's start with him. He played great. He played, I honestly, when I saw his name on the opening night roster, right? Like the 23 man mm-hmm. roster that was released. I was, and not to say that, you know, he didn't deserve it or at least mm-hmm. the look, right? I was yeah. honestly a little surprised though, to see Mason McTavish on that lineup. Mm-hmm. In the best way possible. I thought it was yeah. going to be right away, okay, we'll send him back kind of thing, right? Like he was just drafted in June, July, whenever it was, right? So, um, but it seems like he's at least going to get his nine games. And if he continues to do, I'd say, like, I honestly, like 70, 80% of what he did tonight, mm-hmm. this kid's staying with the big club. Oh, absolutely. I know, I know it's one game. And I, I'm trying to remind myself of, like, yeah. <laughs> of that for everything here right now. But he looked that good, right? Like he yeah. is an impact player. He was a big impact player in this game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, the like you go back to the goal that he scored, right? It was off a rebound and he's crashing the net. What 18-year-old do you think typically crashes the net, yeah. especially when there the goaltender is Connor Hellebuck, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, so he, you know, he he played great tonight and I can't wait to see more of him. And mm. same thing, like kind of what I was, you know, not as happy about with Zegras last year. I don't want them to baby him. Right, if I, I think he's proved play, that he that yeah let not, him play yeah like he's proved tonight that you you just gotta let this kid go and and I really hope that some of the backlash on Zegris had a part to do with that so they were like okay maybe this season's probably gonna be a write off this kid wasn't even supposed to really play Mason McTavish he wasn't supposed to play tonight it was because Max Jones um, was out with sudden illness right so yeah like to just put him in and let him do his thing and just be like okay. Win or lose, just play your game. It, it doesn't matter. Make mistakes, crash the net, score your goals, do do whatever you want. And so I think that that bit longer of a leash is is really good for him. And I I think you know as the season goes on, you got to maybe tighten some things up. Like okay, maybe we're doing well in the playoffs. Don't <laughs> we're not going to put you out for the last ten minutes of the game. Let's let's let yeah. some veterans take it. Like th- there's got to be a little bit of management there, but. I think for the most part, and at least now for the, the nine games, just let him do his thing and, and show what he can do. Exactly. Do ex- yeah. Do we expect two points a night? Well, I mean, I do. I don't know about you, but <laughs> <laughs> he has set the bar. I expect nothing less. <laughs> yeah. I want him putting up three points a night by midseason, four, you know, by trade yeah. deadline, five points a night by the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. Going into playoffs. <laughs> no, no. But like, if he at least puts in the same effort that we saw because you could see the effort he was putting in. He was all oh, yeah. over in front of the net. He, he drew a penalty too. I, I, I can't remember who it was on, but um, some dumb uh, defenseman that likes to take penalties. I don't even remember. But I can pull it up here. Oh, it was, uh, was it Stasny? No. Um, oh, no, that was Drysdale that took one against Stasny. I don't remember. But Started with a D, wasn't oh, no, the blah. Dylan? Uh, no, not Dylan. DeMello. DeMello. That's who it was. Yeah, it was okay. like a yeah knee on knee collision, and Shattenkirk went straight for blood. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even thinking about that one. The one I was thinking of was um, he was trying to like sneak past someone on the boards and drew a holding penalty. Oh, that was Zegris with uh, Stasty. Yeah, like that, near the end. That of the was game Zegris. There? That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think in like the last ten minutes. Yeah, that was yeah that was Zegris on that one. No, that was uh, doesn't matter. Not the point of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Demel- no, not Demello. What's his fucking name? McTavish. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it's like after eleven where we are, and yeah, true. Yeah, but um, but I'm so hyped that I need to just get this all out. So yeah, yeah. No, he was drawing penalties. Like that, he was honestly. I, I don't know how it shook out, but he, he should be the first star of the game. Well, maybe second. He, he should be a star of the game, anyways. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. I was gonna say even uh, I, I, I don't yeah I don't know what the three stars were either. Uh, my first star would have to be John Gibson. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I said that, I was like, oh no, never mind. McTavish definitely second star. I'll okay, give him that. There we go. Let's see if we can get all three. Who's the third star? Uh, third star. I'm gonna take a guess as Adam Henrique. Uh. Good guess, but no. Uh, honestly, you probably won't get it. So first star, okay. Gibson. Second star, McTavish. Look at us go. Uh, third star was Isaac Lindstrom. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, he still has a solid game. Two assists. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, and, yeah, just just a really solid game. And I, I hope he keeps it up, too, because he was looking real well at the end of yeah. last season. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I really hope McTavish gets his nine games. I, I hope that he, you know, can continue to prove himself in those, I guess, eight games that he has left, mm-hmm. and at least solidify himself as like that that depth forward that they can rotate in, like that thirteenth forward at the bare minimum, you know. Yeah, exactly. At the bare minimum, honestly, if he can, like I said, if he continues the seventy, eighty percent type of play of what he did tonight, let's go with eighty percent. Mm-hmm. Middle six, I'm very happy with. Oh, absolutely. Min- yeah, yep. that would be the minimum for me, honestly. And that's very attainable on this team. I think so as well. And that's not to say that we don't have, you know, great guys in our lineup. Um, but obviously this game, as it has been for the last few years, it's moving towards the young guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. like besides, you know, the Henrique and Raquel goals, this was a, or I guess Shattenkirk as well. Um, yep. But you look at the, okay, so on the score sheet, yes, it was the veterans. But you look at the game overall, and this was a young man's dominated game, 100%. Oh, for sure, for sure. So. Um, um, okay. Just because you brought him up yeah. here, I, I want to just kind of jump down to Kevin Shattenkirk, scoring the first goal of the season for the Ducks. Uh, he picked up an assist tonight too, didn't he? No, he didn't. Just the one goal. Oh, no, it was Silverberg. Yeah, the other S. Yeah, but the comment I wanted to make on him is, especially early on in the game, I thought he brought a very calming veteran presence to the ice. Like He did, actually, yeah. I thought that most, no, all of our young guys, really our whole team, just kind of looked shaky to start uh the jets too w- which is totally understandable first game of the season but yeah just the we only had we only had like the one shot in the first 10 minutes and we got a goal on it which was great but yeah like it was just it, it something didn't feel right I, I was very uncomfortable watching it i was like man like we do not look confident at all but then shattenkirk just threw the puck on net to try and get a shot and be like okay first one's out of the way let's go and it ended up yeah going exactly in. Um, and, and he just made other calming plays in the defensive zone, like just simple. Here's the puck kind of plays. Like he just passed it with such finesse. It was, mm-hmm. it was awesome to see. He was pretty invisible the rest of the game, but in the first ten minutes, I thought he was like very, very noticeable. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. The you know it was definitely a little bit jittery at first, but you know it's definitely high energy, especially from the duck, which I was so happy to see. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, at least for like. It was like the first five minutes. I'm like, okay, this is at least a good start. That's an improvement alone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And sure. yeah, you're right. You know, that first goal was scored and it just, it, it made, it made the jitters just into momentum. Yeah. Right. And they just rolled with it for the rest of the game. And that was, you know, substantial considering there was what there was like, they had, they were down two penalty kills already in the first period alone. Right. Which is what made the shots yeah. so lopsided. Mm-hmm. Um, which and that was hold on. Yeah. Sorry, we got to talk about the penalties. That dude, I, I thought there like there's got to be a conspiracy out against the Ducks. Yeah. Like, what the fuck were those penalty calls? There, I mean, there was a few I understood, but especially in the first period, those were awful. Like the one on Gibson. I'm sorry, yeah. that's well, well, they're they're going. Hey, the Ducks aren't actually supposed to be this good, um, or at least like playing this well. Uh, let, let, let's let's give some to Winnipeg. So 100% yeah. what the rest are doing. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, oh my God. Like, especially that, like, that Gibson one, the first one at least, which mm-hmm. 
how many times are we gonna say how many times are you ever gonna say the first one for the goalie? Yeah. The right. first one though is literally just John Gibson being a goalie. I'm yeah. sorry that you can't watch where the fuck you're going, Winnipeg, trying to go around the net, but like that is literally just John Gibson being a goalie. There's like yes, I get it. Mm-hmm. Penalties aren't always with intent, but that was a horseshit call. My God. Yeah, no, that was that was bad. The second one, I mean, yeah, okay, you've got to call that one. I get that one. The roughing. It, it was... Eh. I, I mean, like, I get that Gibson was unhappy, but, like, at the same time, can you really just let the goalie pull the helmet off of another player? Like, I get it. Uh. Fuck Dubois, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I get it, you know? Like... In that case, yeah, obviously you call both of them. The the extra two minutes I don't agree with, but the Dubois yeah. and the Gibson penalty, those I agree with. That's my opinion. I know you disagree because you're a goalie and a Gibson fan and a homer. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think oh. that's all I have to say about the penalty kill. So, uh, yeah, penalty kill as well. Uh, I'm gonna double check this because I was doing the outline. Uh, during that third period, oh yeah, there. we yeah we were not two and two on the power play. I think two and five, um, or something like that. It was we had more. Power yeah, power play was two for five, which still color me shocked. That is right. <laughs> that is impressive. Um, but, but we, we played were... Zegers and Drysdale on the power play, so yeah, it was good. That, yeah, <laughs> <That's an improvement. laughs> let's keep it, please, please. But I, but the biggest thing for me, even more so than the power play, what was the one thing? Well, I, th- I think there might have been a couple things, but the one that stood out to me, what was the one thing that we were last place in with a, I think it was 8%? Power play? Penalty kill. Were we actually? I'm pretty sure we were dead last on the penalty kill. Like, I, I was, mean, probably. I know we were was dead last on the power play, too. And so. again, the Jets' power play is very good. Right, and we went oh, five yeah. for five on it. I think they said on the broadcast it was like top ten in the league last year. Yeah, so we went I get that five it's early. for five on yeah. it. Like That's, I get that it's early, and, but yeah. when your power play consists of Kyle Connor, elite sniper, Nikolai Ehlers, elite sniper, Wheeler, elite passer, I don't even know who they had on defense, but it, it really doesn't matter. So, yeah. Uh, plus others, like that's that's a deadly power play. So oh, a hundred percent. And but yeah, I was very impressed and that's such a i think that might be in terms of you know stats and whatnot Mm -hmm. that's probably the biggest positive i'm taking away from this game is that is that penalty kill looked good yeah oh yes it's i thought the first couple were very passive i i wasn't a fan of that but they started to put a little bit more pressure on in the other Mm. ones and and that's the penalty kill that i want to see that is yeah to me is the like you do that all year long we could realistically not really but we could get (laughs) at least very close to a 100% penalty kill with that yeah like honestly if let's oh no okay sorry I'm just kind of thinking here I think you're right the 80% was the was the power play um let me I I know that the penalty kill was dog shit though abs like it was awful let me see if I can find what the penalty kill was last year though yeah. Oh, yeah. Because an eight percent penalty kill is abysmal. Like, but at the same time, not yeah. far fetched. Thinking about last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See if you can pull it up though, because uh, like to me, a good power play is like low eighty, or sorry, good penalty kill is like low eighty percent success rate, and like an average one is like high seventies. So we were probably like sixties, realistically, if you can even find it. Stats from like previous years like that are impossible to find. So, yeah. Um, oh. Also, oh, I'm curious what. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, just loading here. Where to go? The I really need to put the Jeopardy music on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, the Anaheim Ducks penalty kill last year was seventy nine point nine percent. Okay. Um, it doesn't does have. Rank? Or it doesn't say. It doesn't say, but I can do it old school and count. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's dumb that it ranks them or like it has them all, but it doesn't count them. Uh, 16th, it looks okay. like. So middle of the road, but like it, still to me, that's not great. No. 
So especially when you have literally nothing else going for you, you could at least have a decent penalty kill, right? (laughs) Yeah. Everybody above us last season was 80% or or higher. So, and I know it's 79.9, but yeah, everybody else was, no, no, 80% or bust. You're stuck. You're stuck with the, you're stuck with the (laughs) 79.9. You're stuck with the C plus. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Before we, we go to break here, I just want your, uh, I want to know what this last thing on the outline is. What year? What year is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what does that this is mean? more like we actually played a full game. It was a oh, quality <laughs> game. Like we we did pretty much everything right. So it was more asking what year is it? This is not 2021. Oh, like, yeah. Is this the future? Recent ducks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I'm going back in time, man. <laughs> oh, no. No, this is the future is this now. 2007? <laughs> no, we're we're in 2030 already. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> um, okay. We've got a little bit more just kind of general hockey news uh, to talk about here. Um, before I throw it to break, though, is there any last thoughts on this amazing game that we just played? Give me 81 more of these plus yes. 16 more wins in the playoffs. <laughs> 82 and 0, baby. Early, Give it to me. <laughs> Give oh, it yes. to me now. Do you want to change your division rankings? Or are you not that confident yet? Uh, part of me wants to. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it. Yeah, Again, that's, the point of them is that they are way too early yeah, yeah, season yeah, predictions. Exactly. Yeah. So we will check on them at the halfway point and at the end of the season and see how, how far we were. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's not looking good that already. <laughs> pick, I would, that pick, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. Oh, yes. We did it so that they can only impress us and look at how happy we are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's throw it to break real quick. Uh, check out our friends at DraftKings. Use promo code THPN. Um, make sure you draft your teams with all the Ducks players, only Ducks players all the time. And we will see you guys on the other side of that. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I just want to give a quick shout out here. I see a new name in the comments. Uh, Fefloria. Sorry if we missed. Pretty way to say that. it fast. Fefloria. Maybe. Fefloria. Uh, just saying. Let's go, Ducks from Hawaii. Uh, welcome from Hawaii. It's probably a lot earlier there than it is here, which is uh, probably why you're up and actually joining us. So, um, <laughs> thank you for joining us, and uh, hope to see your name in future broadcasts. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and just while we're uh, you know, suck it up to all you guys here. Uh, if you like what you see, of course, make sure and like and subscribe on YouTube, like on Twitter, whatever. Um, leave five stars on all the podcast platforms uh, because we really appreciate you guys listening and we like, uh, you know, tooting our own horns and feeling good about ourselves. So um, if you if we make you feel good, make us feel good in return. Those thumbs up, five stars, all that fun stuff. Thank you for clarifying at the very end because that actually was sounding a little. <laughs> there was about to be drums playing in the in the in the background, if you know what I mean. A well, little bit of trumpet in there too, <laughs> or I don't know, I don't know what it's a. Uh, oh, I, I saxophone. 
But Tax phone. That's the one. That's the sexy brass that instrument. That specific I was of. drum intro, if you know what I mean. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> like the, did you order a pizza kind of one? I did, but I don't have any money. <laughs> Looks like you can have, we got to move on from this. <laughs> okay. Um, the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> That's just reminding me I didn't turn in my homework. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 I will shut this whole shit down. <laughs> the Seattle Kraken made their NHL debut last <laughs> night. Um, I know you were watching it. We're, I was watching it as well. Um, yeah. First of all, as you said as well, and I totally agree with this, their away kits looked amazing. They do look really good. I'm not normally the guy who, I mean, if you look at the wall behind me and if you've seen any other like or any more of my collection or that there's not too many white jerseys in there i like the color jerseys i like the dark bases and whatnot um those white kits look really good though like that is yeah. quality so yeah for sure, like there are sure. there aren't too many jerseys that i i'm not saying that i like it better than the home one um mm. but there aren't too many that i feel are on par with their home kits. Yeah. I, I haven't actually seen their home kits like in person, like all together. So I can't comment on those yet, but yeah, they're a Wazer. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's, is that next week? I think is they're just Maybe. kind of finishing up with the, uh, what's a climate pledge arena. Yes. I mean, at least it's not Amazon place or something like that, but yeah, no. <laughs> it, it really, it could have been. Front. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They, they have the smile on their, uh, their home helmets. I believe it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, because so their away the, ones had the climate pledge the climate on the pledge, side. Yeah. yeah. So. so, but yeah, their home uh, helmet advertiser is Anna is Amazon. So yeah. it's it does just have the smile there. So, which is aesthetically pleasing to me at least because it's not super distracting or anything like that. I was I did tune in as, as well for a little bit of the Tampa Bay Pittsburgh game, and those bright blue PPG stickers oh, back again. The, yeah, Damn. like PPG. Come on, just let them make them black. Fit yeah, the aesthetic, come on. please. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's one, a little bit of a side thing here. That's like, I think we talked about this as war before. That's one of the few things I'm kind of worried about with the advertising patches. Yes, I get they're small mm -hmm. and everything like that and whatever. Mm -hmm. Just make them aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Just have exactly. them fit the aesthetic of the rest of the team because it is such an eyesore as much as you can't see it far distance. You know, like when they, they do the close-ups when you have one in your hands. If they're if they're going to be selling them with the advertising on it, mm -hmm. it's such an eyesore to have it be completely off. Yeah, for sure. Like so, just as an example, and it wasn't even an advertisement. The mm -hmm. old Calgary Flames jerseys that have the Canada, that. they had the Canada flag on one side and the Alberta flag on the other. The Canada flag it blended in perfectly because it was red and white, right? Mm -hmm. It matches the aesthetic. The blue Alberta flag, though, that was. Oh, that was ugly. I don't know how they kept it for so long. I think they looked into actually trying to, you know, make it match the color. But it was, I think it was some weird thing that, like, you can't tweak the colors of a flag or something like yeah. that technically. So, okay, it kind of makes sense. But, like, could have just been not. Especially when they moved to the Adidas look right they, mm -hmm. they could have removed it like yeah. they did with the piping i'm i'm getting into jersey territory here <laughs> yeah. but so just just it's at least aesthetically pleasing and i'm glad the ducks are actually wait did we actually didn't even really notice for the ducks uh tonight sorry uh i'm going everywhere here you're the all Kraken, over the place <laughs> the kraken's first home game is saturday the 23rd against the vancouver canucks there you go okay so not this saturday out. but next saturday cool um yeah, let's talk about the Seattle Kraken and and just how they played really, mm -hmm. really, really briefly um, because they played the Vegas Golden Knights and kept it very close, 4-3 game. Um, mm -hmm. I, I mean, they kind of came from behind it at the end. but Yeah, it was a 3 nothing um, deficit. <laughs> yeah, so very impressive. Took a while to get their tentacles underneath them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be funny. It's probably not working. But I'm laughing. <laughs> you, it's a pity laugh. I know it. I've known you. <laughs> um, but they, uh, yeah, like, I, I, I thought that their offensive pressure, not their offense, but like, I, I guess forechecking pressure was a lot more than I expected. So mm -hmm. I think they'll end up being a lot more than just a, a good goaltending tandem and a good, you know, defensive core I, I think they will they'll score more than people think 
in my opinion, just from watching them last night. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they're hoping so. I'm sure Kraken well, fans yeah. are hoping so as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they definitely have pieces there. Like we were talking about, it's just can they form the chemistry? So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to watch over the next little bit if they can form that chemistry um, early on. And I think same kind of thing, jitters and um, you know. It was, yeah, a few preseason games or whatnot, but the defensive chemistry didn't seem quite there to start um, yeah, which for that surprising. game. But uh, I they mean, did have a few defensemen out with with COVID, though. Yeah, true. They they were a little bit plagued with that. Um, they and were lucky to get. Too, yeah, they were lucky to get three of them. Like last minutes were cleared mm-hmm. to play. Actually, yeah. Um, so that that obviously messes with you as well. So. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But uh, I mean. Yeah, it was a. I think it was at least a great first outing by the team, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So yeah, I mean, sure. would it have? I'm sure it would have been nice for them to get a win as well, right? And mm-hmm. uh, for their first game yeah. and whatnot. Because at least they didn't they, get stomped, though. Like, can you imagine? True. It's just like yeah, a exactly. seven nothing blowout for your first game. Like exactly. Oh, so man. and they, you know what? The game was actually closer than I thought. Even mm-hmm. uh, I had made the prediction it was going to be a four-two win for Vegas, so it's still giving them a chance. I was thinking that fourth goal is honestly probably going to come from like an empty net or something like that. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it was still a closer game uh, than I thought, even. So, and I mean, that's not really saying a whole lot. It's me, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was a good game to watch, honestly. So for sure. Um, and I don't know if you caught any of like the pregame stuff. I didn't um, actually know. If you can, like, take a look on Twitter for it. Um, and anybody else as well who didn't see it, the in-game presentation staff for the Vegas Golden Knights are on another level, I think, compared to anybody else in the NHL. Because, I mean, you're in Las Vegas. You essentially get a Las Vegas show before every game. It is amazing to watch. I've been fortunate that I was able to go to two different games during their inaugural season, and it was great to watch the pregame thing every time. Yeah. So, and you know, they've just been continuing on with it. So, uh, but yeah, the the one with, against the Kraken was, um, they always have the Golden Knight out there, and he's you know fighting some beast or something like that. It seems like who's you know related to whatever team they're playing. And, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they had this whole thing. It was like just, uh, like, uh, projected onto the ice, and this Kraken breaking through the ice and whatnot, and the Golden Knight vanquishing the beast and everything like that. It was cool to watch, honestly. So, oh yeah, that would be pretty um, cool. But uh, yeah, they're they're on another level there in Vegas. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a uh, a hefty budget going into their uh, in game oh, yeah. presentation, a hundred percent. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, anything else you want to add about the Kraken here? It'll be fun to watch them for the rest of the season and just kind of see where they end up. So I believe I had mm-hmm. them sitting in fifth. In our so. division yeah. predictions, you had them in last. I did, um, which I'm kind of regretting <laughs> now, but it's still early. So it, it is still fun. early. So I didn't put in, money on it. So yeah, that's Inju- all that injuries and whatever happen, right? Like, again, they're yeah. way too early predictions. It'll be fun to go back and take a look at them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah um, exactly. but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, last thing I want to bring up here it, this is a little bit more Ducks related, but uh, on 32 Thoughts. The podcast with Elliot Friedman, formerly 31 Thoughts, but now with the crack in 32, um, for those that didn't get that. Uh, they did like a, I guess, Western and Eastern Conference, two different episodes, just like previews for the season. Um, the Western Conference one, I believe, just came out today. Um, it was relatively recently, doesn't matter. But uh, the Ducks got a very generous about minute and a half of the 40-minute episode. Uh, and really the main takeaway no offense, Elliot Friedman, if you're listening, if you love the <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> um, we get that there's not much to say about the Ducks. The uh, Pretty much the main takeaway point, though, for them uh, was that a win for the Ducks this season is a improvement from the young guys for this team. Um, and I just wanted your thoughts on that, if you thought, um, if you agreed, if you thought there was maybe higher expectations, or if you agree, but what are your thoughts? I would have agreed before hearing about it, and the game tonight proved that, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, uh, I, I mean, we That's saw really all there is to say, right? Like, yeah, they they proved it. So mm-hmm. it's it's one game, but it proved the point. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we had two points from McTavish. We had uh, two points from Drysdale. Uh, one of them on the power play, if I remember correctly. Um, 
Uh, we didn't see anything from Zegris, but he was very, very noticeable. He was all over the ice. Um, he was. I do. Now this is going to sound like last season. Okay. <laughs> I do wish he had a little bit more ice time, though. McTavish had even mm. more than him tonight, actually. Uh, Zegris was in the 13-minute range. I'm just pulling up the game sheet again here. Oh, what the hell? Uh, no, not condensed game. Don't play that. Thank you. <laughs> I already watched it. Uh, Trevor Zegris with 13.22 of ice time tonight and 33% on the faceoff. Okay. The I, I think part of that reason, I, I think he still would have gotten a somewhat reduced ice time comparatively, but I think the big reason was that he doesn't play on the penalty kill and we were on the penalty kill for quite a bit. Yeah, okay, that's fair. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll hold judgment back. Yeah, until we'll, we'll, we're a few we'll see what more. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see yeah. where we are like next Wednesday. Let's go, or like two Sundays from now. So, yeah, if it's if it's still the same, then we're gonna have some angry letter writing to do. Not not angry emails. Yeah. Those, can, <laughs> those can be deleted. We're going full like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone style, sending like five thousand owls with letters to uh, the Howlers, to Dallas Eakins. Oh yeah, turn him into Howlers too. It'll be even Dallas Eakins! <laughs> How dare you not play Trevor Zegras? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Lutox fans and Panbase and I are very disappointed in you. <laughs> Have you seen that recently? No, I haven't. I just that scene okay. just sticks out in my mind. <laughs> gotcha. Fun fact, it's at the Nobody else is going to give a shit, but just one thing of it. It's at the cheap theater right now in uh, oh, our, our current city. I, I went to see it on Friday, so I know that line pretty much word for <laughs> word right now, and that's exactly how it goes. So, <laughs> Oh, and Ryan, thank you so much for coming back again for one more season at least. It's going to be so helpful for our young guys. <laughs> Carter and Nate are very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, We've got an upcoming game to talk about and then some what's quacking. Um, Let's talk about the upcoming game before we throw up to another break, actually, here. Sure. Um, Friday against the Minnesota Wild is our next game. Uh, I think that'll be a very, very good test for the the Anaheim Ducks because Mm -hmm. uh, this is tough. I don't want to say the Minnesota Wild are better than the Jets, but in in my mind, I, I think they... Should theory. be they, they should be yeah yeah <laughs> and and this will also be the Wild's first game if I'm not mistaken because they haven't played yet I don't think they play tomorrow but I'm not a hundred percent you are sure correct it will be their first game will be their first okay yeah so I I mean there's they're kind of at the disadvantage there so like I don't want to say if we beat the Wild we're gonna go all the way this year but I think if we beat the Wild we go all the way this year and win the cup <laughs> it's. It would definitely be promising because let's let's just take a look at our first three games: Winnipeg, Minnesota, and Calgary. Winnipeg, good team, projected by most to at least be a wild card team. The Minnesota Wild, a lot of projections that I've been hearing, second mostly, third mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah, the Calgary Flames, we have them projected in the top three, at least. Most people of, I've heard do. Yeah. At least the top, yeah, top three, at least wild card. Not a whole lot of people are expecting them to actually not mm-hmm. be in the playoffs. Yeah, um, they're going to be in honest, the mix for sure. And and honestly, I was kind of surprised actually how many people are, and and maybe this is also just me being a bit of a um jaded Flames fan. Is that the right term, I guess, for this? Of sure. uh, you know, just as a Flames fan as well, it's the season kind of feels not. As excited, like honestly, I'm like I'm I'm excited for hockey to come back and everything like that, but it's not as exciting for that team. It felt like at least as a fan, mm-hmm. but maybe yeah, just have to look at it from a different perspective or whatnot. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I was a little bit surprised actually that you know people were putting them as high as they were, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just you know a, a biasy of you and I kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but you know these are. The first three teams that we play, Calgary's a division teams, rival too, so that's going to have well, a little yeah. bit more oomph to it. But all three teams are projected by a lot of people to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? They are good quality teams for the most part, from front to back. Right? And they play tough games. Winnipeg is very physical. Calgary is very physical. I haven't seen a lot of Minnesota recently, but 
Minnesota I know can that they definitely have, be physical, yeah. They, they can if they want to, yeah. But yeah. they're also kind of a high-skill game. So I think we'll kind of get, we'll get a lot of physicality, but we'll also get a little bit of everything as mm-hmm. well. So just out of these three games. So I think we'll really yeah. see what the Ducks have. And uh, again, like these are going to, this is very early in the season and I don't want to like, you, you know, try and be the Debbie Downer. I just want to bring us down yeah. to reality so we, we don't cry halfway through the um, season. Oh, and I uh, guess we can, sorry, we can even add just a little bit more to mm-hmm. this for our next Wednesday episode. We will have a Sunday episode as well, just so yeah. everybody knows we're back on the two, two a cool. week. Um, yeah. But if we want to just extend it, <laughs> if we want to just extend it though for who we play in the next week mm-hmm. for the start of the season. So Winnipeg, we obviously played tonight. We won. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, Calgary. The next night is Edmonton. Yeah. So that's that's also going to be a tough game. Yeah. Very tough. And so the I think the most exciting thing for me about that one, besides that it's you know the two teams I follow playing together, so I get to watch both of them, but only one game. <laughs> um, Besides that, I think the most exciting thing from a Ducks perspective is going to be to see if we can uh, if we can still play our speed game because we're a very young team. I think the game that we have to play to win is a very fast game, and it, it'll be interesting to see if we can still play that very speedy game against a very speedy but more experienced team mm-hmm. in Edmonton. So um, I fully expect us to get absolutely shit-stomped. Um, <laughs> Except maybe Gibson. I think Gibson will yeah. have a good game. But I digress. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, think that, I think that that game will really dictate how the rest of the month is going to go. Because if we have a good game against Edmonton and, and Calgary, win or lose, yeah. I think that the division, we'll rivals. Ride, yeah. division rivals on the road, two very solid teams that are supposed to make, that are. I think should be playoff contenders. If we can have good games against those teams, we'll ride that high through the rest of the uh, the month at the very least, which would mm-hmm. be awesome. So. And <clears throat> sorry, something as well that I just remembered, and I'm taking a look at the schedule here. We play Winnipeg three times in the next three weeks, and then we're, yeah. we're done our season season with them, I believe. Seri- with, or series with them, I believe, actually. Yes. Yeah, we are. So, so the, get ready for a lot of Winnipeg Jets yeah, and Ducks next games. They will come I'm, for blood next game, and that's that's oh, a yes. week away. It's next Thursday. Um, mm. But, uh, man, I'm I'm excited for it, actually. So I think they were saying... I am too. Like, yeah. On the broadcast, they were saying it was like 500... I think it was like 583 days. I, I might not have the number right, but it was like five high, five, five, uh, high 500s from the last time we played the Jets. I, yeah. I kind of wonder what it was actually from the last time we played a Canadian team in general. So, um, it'd uh, probably be pretty close to that, honestly. Yeah. So, Very, yeah. Um, the uh, oh yes, what I wanted to say about that, I'm I'm not a fan of the way that the Jets play hockey. They play a very borderline yeah, style yeah, of hockey. A little bit. A little bit over borderline, honestly, I'll say. Okay, I'm trying to be very nice because I don't want to offend any Jets fans that happen to be listening. You know what? I don't give a fuck. It's dirty. Yeah, I don't. It's yeah, dirty. <laughs> I hate it. They, yeah, th- that's the best way of putting it. I do not like it. So, with how intense these games are going to be, especially with the Ducks losing that one, and they're not going to like losing this one. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to the the dirt that we're going to get. I guess, and unless he fucks it up for himself, Mark Shifley is going to be back in the next game that we play as well. Mm-hmm. He was serving yeah. the last game of his suspension from the playoffs against Montreal. Yeah, which is awful too because I consider Shifley the least dirty Jet. Obviously, he, with the exception kind of, of that, turning around a little bit. Though, yeah, uh, that that ugh. game aside, and that suspension, yeah. totally, totally aside. For the, I, I honestly considered him the only good thing about um, the Jets. For the last few years, and it's Connor Hellebuck for me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I, okay, I guess Brendan Dunn and Nate Schmidt haven't been around long enough for. The, I, I like. I like. They'll get brainwashed. Way, but yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so all I can say is, I'm not looking forward to having three games this close together. Yeah. But I'm glad that it'll be out of the way fairly early. When it was coming, like it was, it was getting bad already. Like, not. It did, obviously didn't seem 100% intentional, but like, you know, there was definitely intense there for contact, but like, there was already. Are you talking about knee- that cop hit? Oh, no, sorry. Uh, going no, somewhere I was, else. I was, sorry, I was going with, like thought. the knee on knee on McTavish, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's the kid's first game. 
Yeah. And you're already trying to take them out of commission. Mm-hmm. Get out of here with that crap. Like, yeah. come on. The, the one that really ground my gears was, um, was cop running into Gibson. Like, Oh you, yeah. Uh, when he was there coming was in, like no attempt to no avoid reason. that. Yeah. Like, There's no reason that you should run into Gibson in that scenario. And he almost no. got injured. I would have, I, I, Honestly, a, I would have quit the podcast degree, at that yeah, point because I knew that this degree, season. Yeah, 90 degree angle. Yeah. No excuse. No yeah. excuse. Get out of here with that bullshit. And that's not just coming because I'm a goalie. Get out of here with that. That is yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, fuck, I I'm, wish you could I'm give so suspensions he, for shit like that, honestly. I'm so like, glad that Gibson was okay and he was yeah. kind of laughing about it and everything like that after afterwards. The fact. Yeah. But like, that was scary for a moment because I watched yeah. that replay and I've. I've seen that type of fall before and mm. with, well, it honestly, I saw that uh, type of fall with uh, a buddy of ours, Ryan from high school mm. that resulted in him blowing his ACL. Yeah. Like it, it I, I watched that and I was like, Oh my God. I mean, stars was getting mm. ready to go as well. Right. Yeah. And like, it did not look good for a moment mm-hmm. there so yeah like i'm glad he stayed in the game because that means that it's and he looked great for the rest of the game phenomenal i'm hoping actually. that so. it means nothing i'm hoping yeah. that it means nothing but mm-hmm. to put you in the mind of a goaltender for a second because i've been that guy once or twice where i got hurt but it's okay i'll just mm-hmm. i'll finish out the game I, I feel okay it's not always not 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 to kind of be the debbie downer here it's not always okay though no yeah that's for that's for sure the case but i think with how hard the Jets pushed for the rest of the game after that, yeah. and, and Gibson not cracking at all, yeah. I think he's totally fine. Other, yeah, he I'm, didn't look I'm, like he was I'm playing it safe. So and everything. So, yeah, yeah. So, knock on wood. Obviously, yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> I, I think we're in the clear. Hopefully, knock on wood again. We yeah. need to stop talking about this. Otherwise, all all we're gonna Excuse hear is, is just like knocking on. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay. Let's take a very, very brief break here before we get to what's quacking and wrap up the podcast. Sorry, I'm not prepared. What are we doing? This one. I got it here. Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, I thought, of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. Then the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. (laughs) I realized I hadn't played any of the other music for the rest of the episode, so (laughs) I figured I could at least do one here. (laughs) It's all right. We did kind of just go straight into it. My voice is a little yeah. raw. Like my throat's a little raw right now. Actually, I, I can hear it. Like yeah, <laughs> the yelling and whatnot, like during the game and during this. So. At least we're passionate, right? <laughs> yeah, but girlfriend's family's coming to town this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> gonna they're gonna to think talk. you smoke like two packs a day. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. But really, you only smoke one, right? Exactly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't. I don't smoke cigarettes at all. Don't, don't do drugs. Do, don't do or, drugs, kids. Don't do drugs or don't do legal drugs either. Yeah. I guess. Is it legal in California? I have no idea. Cigarettes? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the question. Do you smoke? What do you what do you like what do you what are you talking about? Okay, that's a yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What's quacking? You got apparently a couple polls and a Twitter question. Yes. Yeah, very, so very, very vague. So I have no idea. Yes, what's very going vague. On. So I had to throw this out here because we are in Halloween or in October, which I consider spooky season. Spooky season. Uh, October 1st. Let's get spooky. Halloween is my favorite holiday. Whether it's a Hallmark holiday or not. It's my favorite Mm. one. And one of my favorite movies that I like to watch is The Nightmare Before Christmas. 
So I had to ask everybody through the Quack Report Twitter account, is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie, a Christmas movie, or is it both? Carter, what do you consider it? <laughs> I, I don't know how this is going to go already. <laughs> Honestly, I can't say because I haven't seen it. So It's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Just, just go watch it, okay? <laughs> okay. I thought you'd be a lot more upset about that. So, Which tells me I, that you're I not am. upset by it. Then it's not a Halloween movie, so that makes it a Christmas. I, I am upset by it. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to keep it inside yeah. right now. You're, you're not mad. You're just disappointed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> From what you know about it, then what would you consider it? From what I know about it, I'd consider it a Halloween movie. But because there's Christmas in the title, I would say 51% Halloween, 49% Christmas. So we'll say both. And. I will say that you are correct. Oh, yeah. Where is it? And- I have no idea which one it is. Oh, <laughs> there we <nailed> go. It. <laughs> and uh, the people agree with you as well. It was a 54% for saying both and 26 saying Christmas, 20% saying Halloween. Okay. So, cool. yeah. Very cool. What do, you, what do you think it is? It's because both. your opinion, it, it's both? Okay. It's both. Yeah. It's 100% your, both. <laughs> your opinion is king here because I don't know any of the people that voted, so I don't trust them. And yeah. uh, you've obviously seen it. So yeah, It's 100% both. I, I dressed up as Jack Skellington for, I believe it was, I, was like, like a, I think it was the grade 8 Halloween dance or something like that. Grade 8 or grade 9. I dress up as Jack Skellington. I'll just find that picture. It's somewhere Solid. on my Facebook. I'd love to see it. I love pictures of baby Nate. And uh, It's just like current Nate, but with less hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was more hair actually at that time. Oh, so that, like, that was, it was longer. It was like, it was the kind of Billy Idol look. Oh yeah. Like the, the longer blonde spiky hair. Yeah. So. When you said Billy Eye, I thought you were going to say Billy Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Billie Eilish phase. Yeah, <laughs> had like long hair, long nails, all that kind of stuff. I, I did a lot of I did a lot of whisper singing. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing I had here as well? Uh, Twitter question: uh, Where to go yes. here? Oh yes, was, was there only one poll? Yeah, there's just the one poll, and well, we only says, have it says and, polls here. Oh, does it? Okay, no poll. Okay, uh, and we have one Twitter question. This one just came to us. Uh, kind of midway through the week. Uh, and I said that, you know, because I wanted your answer on it as well, I would save mm-hmm. it for this episode. Okay. So Chase Trainer at Chase Trainer PC on Twitter asks, over under 59.5 points for Trevor Zegers this year. Oh, for Trevor Zegers. I thought he was yes. going to go with the Ducks on the season. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> so does Ooh. Trevor Zegers get... 50 like at most 59 points or does he get minimum 60 oh boy that's tough um see i i don't want to it's tough i because (laughs) my initial gut reaction is is the under yeah um assuming he plays a full 82 games 60 points is a lot for someone in their first full season so, but for a high draft pick, for, we know yeah, what he's capable no, I of. <laughs> like, I, I do agree with you, but there are yeah. those factors at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, it's it's tough. I kind of wonder if it boils down to what we've been talking about for the last year and some of how he is utilized by Dallas Eakins. Yeah, I, I think that's a big part of it too, and and maybe that's why my initial gut reaction is to just be like, oh no, he's not going to get. 60 points because there's that fear that yeah Eakins is going to be the helicopter parent over him um but okay if you uh who's asking this uh chase trainer chase okay chase if if you're asking because you want to put money on this because you came across (laughs) this bet first of all send it my way because i want to bet on this too if these are the actual (laughs) odds um but you know, you take everything into account and, and assume, you know, there's games that they, they sit him for rest because, you know, that's the Dallas Eakins thing, Eakins thing to do. Um, COVID is obviously a big question mark, so we don't know if it's going to, A, shut down the entire season, or B, shut down Trevor Zegers for a small period of time. There's injuries, hopefully small, if he gets them. So, like, there's a lot of factors in play and that, to me, scream 
there's no way he's getting 60 points this season. But if he, you know, say he pots two points next game against Minnesota and he's just really feeling it and he instantly gets that confidence boost, I, I think he could very well put up 60 points if he then continues that pace and that, you know, kind of gets the monkey off of his back early, for lack mm. of a better term. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll definitely agree with that too. You know, like as long as he has a healthy season and Dallas Eakins is not an idiot with how he handles him this year, he, I think he can hit it no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. And he just has to be given the opportunity, and he'll take yeah. advantage of it. So, and honestly, I think sixty points is necessary for him to be in the Calder conversation. Yeah, and there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be in the Calder conversation mm-hmm. this year. Um, and at least I hope so because I put five bucks on it. So, what are the odds for, on that? Like, okay, you put. F- I'm I'm still yeah. trying to figure out this betting thing as well. As much as I'm okay. the guy who does the DraftKings <laughs> reads, yeah. I'm still trying to figure this out. Okay. So you put five dollars down. So what were the odds, and what could that win you? Um, the odds I don't exactly remember, but I remember the potential payout is uh, like thirty bucks. So okay, that's still pretty good. Yeah, so it, it'd be like plus twenty. Yeah, thirty bucks is thirty bucks. Yeah, I, I could do the math in my head, but I'm lazy, so that's um, fair. And it is almost yeah. It is midnight where we are. Yeah, exactly. I am pulling up my bets because I, I placed a couple others that I want your opinion on before we okay. get out of here. Did you have any other Twitter questions or was it singular nope, that was on it. the outline? Okay. Yeah, it was singular. Cool. Awesome. Um, well, it is taking forever to load. So um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just see if I can go off the top of my head. Actually, ah, I realize what it is. I was going to say you can just text them to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I want uh, I want other people's opinions on it too. Okay, that's oh, fine. I got to log in. Okay, <laughs> do we have another ad we can play? <laughs> I don't know if we have anything lined up for the moment. Ah, that's okay. I got it. Verify okay. identity. Remind me later. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so the odds for Zegris were plus five hundred. So if you put basically if you put down a hundred bucks, your payout is six hundred. One hundred plus the five hundred return. If okay, you, cool. So. Um, so in this case, because I put down five dollars, return thirty. I also put ten bucks on Caulfield to win the Calder because I think he's got just a slightly better chance. Um, mm-hmm. That would pay thirty-two fifty. So, what are your thoughts? Who do you think is going to win the Calder? Caulfield definitely has a solid chance to do it, and I think that that's more just building off of last year. Mm-hmm. He's kind of right. got he the looks really Kale McCarr experience, right? Like he's a little bit, yeah. gotten into the important games, so now the regular season is just. You know, yeah, pretty much. So. so he definitely has a strong shot, but Zegris and I mean, if he continues kind of like this, like we we have three potentials, honestly, for the Calder this year, which is nuts to think about. In the Ducks Zegris, alone, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Zegris, Drysdale, and McTavish. If he sticks uh, around, if apparently, he do this. Like, yeah, we we have chances here. So, yeah, for sure. Um, the other is one is there a way I, to place a bet just that a Ducks player or a Ducks rookie will win the Calder? Because that, that's a that, that's a potential better shot. <laughs> one, right? Oh, what? did I? Rather than just trying to pick one of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If we can pick, if we can just say like a Ducks player will win the Calder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, the other one I got, and then uh, we'll we'll get out of here for the night. Um, I, I put. Five dollars on Drysidel to win the Rocket Richard. Oh, over Austin Matthews. That would return. Oh damn, forty-two okay. fifty. Okay. So it was, I think, the second best odds. Yeah. So. Okay, that's actually a good bet. Okay. Not gonna lie, that's a good bet. Cool. Thanks. I thought you were gonna just shit on me <laughs> for that. <laughs> no, it honestly, dude. Biases aside, it's Leon Drysidel. Like, there, there's a chance every year. Especially, yeah. like, and it, it's not just putting it on McDavid because, honestly, the like McDavid Drysital pairing is the same as it has been for the last decade with Pittsburgh and Crosby and Malkin, mm-hmm. right? Like Malkin kind of being that second quote unquote guy, yeah, who could easily be a first line guy, top guy anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same with Leon Drysital as well. He yeah. could do that. So and. To have the added benefit on top of that of playing with Connor McDavid, yeah, there's there's a chance every year. I think. So. Okay, that's good. That makes me feel a lot better yeah. about it. 
Okay. Um, do you have anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I got nothing else except I would love us to continue on playing the way that they did tonight. That was a that was a great game to watch. For so. sure. Yeah. And I think it makes these episodes more fun. We get a, a ton more it interaction <laughs> here. There's there's a bunch of comments that we didn't pull up um over on on the side here. Just but it, it's it's very, very exciting. You don't um, have me crying into the microphone and <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Save your eardrums a little bit. Well, maybe not. Exactly. We're still screaming, but But um, it was good. It was good it was good yeah. screams. I did actually have a text from my girlfriend saying, Hey, can you keep it down? <laughs> 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 sorry i was just excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's uh yeah i really hope that we we can keep it up as well we being yeah. the ducks here um hopefully you guys enjoyed tonight um the game and for those of you that tuned into the episode uh the live episode i guess um please let us know if you prefer um the the kind of immediate game recaps um We'll, uh, even if it's not on episode night, we might still try and do a few, you know, just 10 minutes after um, mm-hmm. just to, you know, get all the excitement out and, you know, get the hype train going. Um, if uh, if you're listening to this the next day, um, then also thank you. Um, again, <laughs> yeah, be sure to subscribe, like, five stars, all that fun stuff. Nate, where can they, um, oh man, what can I, I don't have anything to say for funny for the end <laughs> of this one. Where can they follow you? And uh, You can send you. me all of your... Uh oh my god, why am I forgetting the meme right now? <laughs> oh the, the this Supreme ha- Victory? Yes, thank you. You can send me yeah. all your Supreme Victory. We're gonna say memes. this duck is happy. Yes, that's another one that actually oh, got okay. retweeted by the ducks tonight. Oh, okay, gotcha. So yes, you can re- you can give me all of the different versions of those memes along with your you've been beaten by type memes and whatnot that everybody loves uh, all the shit posters loves to do now. Yeah. Uh, you can send all of those to me so that I may use them on the quack report as well. At Tate Nomas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. As well on Quack Report, or at Quack Report Pod uh, on pretty much everything and the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet. Myself at Carter underscore Pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. Go Ducks, go. Go Ducks, go.